bust it. Hello, and welcome back to Is Song Still Good, an officially sanctioned spinoff of Is This Still Good. I'm a host, Sage. I'm Gavin, and I didn't sign off on that sanctioning. <laughs> okay, it's half sanctioned. Uh, so this here is a podcast for all the fellas trying to do what those <laughs> ladies tell us. Uh, so Gavin, did you know that uh, if you play hard to get, females get jealous? Did You, you know, did you I, know I, have, I have found that out. I've I've also I've also been shot down uh whilst being overzealous. Right. If, if that, that was going to be if that was going to be your far next more question. Common. <laughs> My next question was more honestly if if you have attempted a hard to get scenario in high school or college and how successful you were or not. Um I will say that I was hard to get, but it wasn't really a plan and uh you know I'm not sure if people got jealous, but I'll, I'll reiterate that I was hard to get. And uh, <laughs> where where are we going with this? Because I feel like I've admitted to enough. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's the, all the personal <laughs> section of the podcast. In case you're one of the people who click on a podcast without reading the title, we're talking about Young MC's Bust a Move today. And don't worry, we will be doing an understanding podcasting episode at some time in the future so that you can learn this brand new medium. Gavin. I'm. I Yeah. I, I'm excited to listen to the intro to podcasts podcast. Gavin, you've heard the song, right? You've been to a wedding in the last 10 years. You know, I don't actually think of this as a wedding song, but that totally makes sense. They've even got the shout out to uh, weddings. It's like they knew. Um, but yes, yeah, I've heard I've heard this song many times. I love it. It's great. It is an extremely accessible track. Yes. And uh, before... We start really getting into it. I want to admit something. I want to admit up that I uh, I fucked up a little on this one, Gavin. I forgot that we have kind of already covered this song on the Dude Where's My Car episode. When you told me about this, I mentioned that to you, and I think you just didn't read the text I sent you. <laughs> it's entirely our phones are not communicating to each other very well. But yes, yeah. we we have talked about Young MCs Bust a Move. Because it, it did make a rather, like, important appearance in Dude, Where's My Car? We got, like, basically a full music video. Most of the song. I'm not sure if we got the entire song in the movie or not, but it is a four-minute... It is a four-minute story rap. <laughs> right. Which at, you know, uh, you, you said this was in 89, I believe? Yes, this, uh, this came out within uh, six months of me being born on either side. <laughs> yeah, that's... I can make the same claim. It was a good year and <laughs> a good track. Yeah, but like I know a lot of you know '80s rap did have more storytelling at the center. It was just a lot more common tracks that kind of come to mind with the same kind of vibe or like Skilo's "I Wish," which I didn't hear till much later. But you know, "I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller" is something that I don't identify with, but sticks in my head very, very easily. And both of those, they're, they're different themes, but like it is, it is a story that is going back to one message, which is the hook. Um, that's, that's how hip hop was for a bit. And I feel like Young MC is supposed to move from, uh, God, his last name's Young. I love that. <laughs> young MC? Young MC is, is not Malcolm Young, but something like that. It was the tail end of, of an era where most hip hop was, 
story wrap, and it kind of bridged the the story wrap part to the real popification and uh, widespread acceptance of hip-hop, by which I mean a year later, the first hip-hop number one song on the Billboard Top 100, it was Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> Ice Ice Baby, is that is that story rap? I, I don't remember anything else from that song aside from Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? It's not, but it is like the most pop version of this at, at some time. And there was a couple years of that, of the M- MC Hammers and more young MCs trying to trying to recreate this this one hit wonder. Uh, Would you call them younger MCs? Sure. Uh, when is the first time you heard this song? Do you remember or any sort of strong memory attached to it? I have no recollection. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, like we talked about in, in our former episode, it was Dude, Where's My Car that introduced the song to me. But I oh, wow. I don't have strong memories attached to like a time and place with this song, although it is like one of the first rap tracks that like I knew almost all the words, and I just do <laughs> yeah there's no tricks to this song <laughs> no it's it's very like, straightforward the rhythm uh, like the rhyming scheme is it's literally a a b b through the whole thing like if you write it out As it just it looks like a be. very shitty sonnet <laughs> <laughs> so dude where's my car was probably your introduction to this i'd have to imagine i don't remember what year that movie came out either but 2003 yeah i don't know i also I didn't listen to, I mean, we have, we have talked about my ignorance of pop music growing up. Uh, my parents definitely didn't listen to rap. So I would have started listening to hip hop in high school, but I was listening to like Bay Area conscious hip hop, like, uh, Soulside Collective, Double Funky Homo Sapien. The Gorillas too were early for me, which was like the Tony Hawk games introduced me to that. But, that introduced me to Del the Funky Homo Sapien, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, me, me too. But like, um, oh. yeah, gotta wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you must. <laughs> so so what if I told you that this is the first song I ever heard? Like, in utero? Your, 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 your dad was just clarify. blasting this into your pregnant <laughs> mom's belly? <laughs> it's entirely possible. <laughs> you have to box it all. Uh, I should clarify. I was conceived... To young MCs busted. <laughs> that is not true. I don't think my dad. My dad busted a move in my mom. I'm gonna cut that. Don't you dare. Uh, <laughs> no. What I what I mean by that is this is the first non children's song that I remember hearing in my entire life. My mother didn't listen to a lot of rap, but she had Stone Cold Rhyming by Young MC, and this obviously was the song I listened to the most, not even knowing that it was the radio hit, because that means nothing when you're three and you don't have a radio. <laughs> I mean, it's a great song. I have not listened to the other tracks on the album. I would hope that they're good. If you tell me they are, I will totally go listen to this album. I but... would say it's worth it, but I'm also <laughs> remembering from being seven. I think Yum C does a lot of maybe less inspired songs with mm-hmm. this kind of similar flow, which isn't significant it's not substantial but there's enough clever lines in the songs to to make it memorable which is a hundred percent how i describe this song and i want to kind of genius my way through the lyrics by which i mean genius.com a a site that i'm sure everybody else knows about but i found out about two hours ago (laughs) are you serious wow i i feel like i've probably used it before (laughs) 
I'm fascinated by this site because it just seems like like a Wikipedia for adding annotations, but that means some of the responses to what a song might be just fall under the Yahoo Answers category of just absolutely yes. worthless nonsense. <laughs> totally. It's user-generated, and that's both beautiful, beautiful and terrible. Uh, yeah. For sure. 100%. Like, when it says intro, bust it. Bust it. I don't need an annotation for what bust it means. Oh, but you do. <laughs> what does bust yeah. it mean? Would you please tell us? Uh, it means get into it, according to Genius.com. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I also don't need a definition for what a chick walks by and you wish you could sex her means. But I guess it's useful to know what they mean by Poindexter. <laughs> Do you know where Poindexter is from, Gavin? Um, No, please tell me. I mean, it's from Felix the Cat, but even without that, you just knew Poindexter was oh, a nerdy scientist with, character, right? Yes, I'm fam- familiar with the term Poindexter. Uh, yeah, often thought- associated with geek, nerd, um. I, you yeah, know, I, I feel like I'm bullying our audience. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I bet the bunch of nerds in our audience know who Poindexter is. I thought Poindexter was literally Urkel or like an Urkel type character in another sitcom in the 80s. I associated it with daytime television for sure. Or is that daytime primetime? I don't know. It's not daytime. <laughs> I mean, it's daytime now if you're watching reruns on cable somehow. You still have cable. <laughs> are we done bullying our audience yeah we love you guys thank you for sticking through this guys there's also annotations for what stone cold munching means and split your pants because sometimes when you eat so much your pants split mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking, fucking genius <laughs> there's really nothing much in the uh it's a very literal verse. song. I would, I'm yeah. trying to think of actual wordplay, but like, you know, that had been invented until the 90s. Wordplay isn't, but there are some like <laughs> what I would call advanced writings. Uh, you say Nito, check your libido and go to the church in your new tuxedo. I think that fucking holds up. Oh, it's good. And there's like two or three, which is all I really need and a hot beat to to remember a song 30 years later to talk which about. The production, which is also like- what I would say about Jump Around. <laughs> It's got like three clever lines and a good beat. Yeah. No, those are this and the the, the beat for Bust a Move is incredible. Let's listen to yeah. it now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a hot beat. Wow, that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I'm so glad we're back. <laughs> uh yeah. It's, yeah. it's 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 infectious. Well, that's actually so like a lot of things. That is that is a sample from a seventy song by Ball and Jack, which I went and listened to a lot of their stuff, not because I really love the music, but because I think Ball and Jack is just the best name for a <laughs> what they describe as a horn rock group. Okay. That I've ever heard. And because I'm bad at my job, I don't remember the actual song that it's that it's from. <laughs> Wow. And for a long time, I thought this was the same sample as It Takes Two. It's just kind of similar. Yeah. It's just drums with some whoops. Well, this also, I'm surprised that this feels kind of like a, in the 90s, a lot of, or is it the 90s or 2000s when like Kanye West started popularizing Chipmunk Soul? 
Right, yes. Which is another... Y- yes is the answer to your binary question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, it's a rich, like, it's not, you, these, it's not a very difficult way to make music, but like, my God, does it work well. And when it's done, like, it can be done better or worse, but like, I, I love me some Chipmunk Soul. This, uh, a good beat and a great kind of repetitive soul sample will get you really far in life. That's uh, that's been my trick to success. Yeah, so I haven't I haven't needed a resume in years. I just um, you just drop some chipmunk soul on the table and make a b boy stance. <laughs> yep, that's why I picked a career where no one interviews me. First <laughs> two is the one I really want to talk about because I feel like it's the one that really puts it squarely at 1989. Okay, my other favorite line in the in the entire song. From frustration, first inclination is to become a monk and leave the situation. But every dark tunnel has a light of hope, so don't hang yourself, yourself with the celibate rope. rope. That's uh, that's that's poetry. very clever. Yeah, that is poetry. Uh, Gavin, did you 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 consider yourself a wordsmith? Correct. I thought you were like you 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 consider yourself celibate, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Oh, well, for, you do play hard to get so much. <laughs> for for the sake of argument, yeah, I'm a I'm a wordsmith, I suppose. What kind of like wordsmithry would you potentially put into a rap song that you made? I okay, so for for the sake of the argument, uh, I, I I did have a a flu one time where I did stay home and just rap over cakes cover of Menomina by the Muppets. <laughs> I haven't actually heard that one. And also the XX uh, were making pretty fantastic beats at the time. And yeah, I mean, okay. I <laughs> This is this has been me stalling long enough. Uh I don't know, like my favorite of the the silly storytelling raps that I've written was um which is modeled entirely after Bust a Move. If it's motion in the ocean, baby, I'm a tsunami. And if it weren't for birth control, I'd raise more kids than tsunami. Bust it. That I'm seems still... like something Yoga C would do if he, uh... If he grew up with tsunami. <laughs> uh, or was writing slightly more adult raps, because this is... like So, okay. The, the... I mean, if uh, you wish you could sex... That's not fair. Pretty... That's not fair. <laughs> it's pretty direct. Yeah. This is a song, but this is a song about, like, trying and mostly failing to to get laid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As opposed to most famous rap songs of the '90s, which are about how easy it is to get laid. Well, I mean that takes it back to just another shout out to Skilo, and I wish I was a little bit taller. Sure. <laughs> I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. All true. My heart breaks for Skilo. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if I told you that Young MC got the? St- Got his career start writing for Tone Loke. <laughs> I feel like you're about to. Is is is, is this? I you mean, telling I did me just tell you. Maybe this isn't the best framing device. <laughs> Although I guess I could occasionally lie about these things just to keep you on your toes. Yeah, no, he um he wrote or he basically did a studio rewrite for both Wild Thing and Funky Comadina. Wow! Wow! So he technically had had two awards by the time his debut <laughs> album stopped, uh, which were him coming in and cleaning up things that were too risque for radio. 
Interesting. I feel like that's not that uncommon of a story, but like, yeah, that paints a picture. It's really interesting if you like look deeper in on like those hit songs. Oftentimes you'd be like, oh shit, that guy wrote on that. Good for him. Like I was excited. I know we're both fans of my brain is failing. Who's the flautist rapper? The wait, the flute rapper? Yes. Uh, are we both fans of this? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yes, Lizzo. Uh, the flautist <laughs> rapper. Oh, of course. Of all the ways to describe Lizzo, that is the one I should have understood. <laughs> but yeah, right. The Lizzo, the 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 big flute lady. Yeah. Uh, local producer and hitmaker Wallpaper wrote on her first album. And so, you know, dude's doing very well with like throwing his weight behind Lizzo. It's awesome. I forget what my point was. That is good. <laughs> but good for Wallpaper, who became famous for their remix of Combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. That's a good one. Which, you know, here's, here's a few, uh, here's a verse of that. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. All right, we're back. That was that was just making more work wonderful. for me to edit later. And we're back, Gavin. Have you ever been to a movie theater in 1989? Would you like to know what it's like? Uh, I tell sure shoot. <laughs> All right, so. A new movie show, and so you're going, mm-hmm. and you couldn't care less about the five dollars it costs oh, to go see a movie. No. Yeah, I mean, all right. So let me set the scene. The theater gets dark uh, just to start the show, and you spot a fine woman sitting in your row. You know how that always happens at a movie theater? Like there's a woman talking by herself and, and sitting by herself, and it's uh, it's just okay to go up and, <laughs> and talk to her and sit with her during the movie. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. We we we're we're yeah. both uh working the film business. This is you know, an understood and expected uh part of the viewing. Look at experience. this point I am happy when someone <laughs> isn't just watching a separate movie on their phone in a theater. I remember going and seeing a movie and someone was Snapchatting the entire thing and I've never been so fucking livid. <laughs> I was so mad. Um, I mean, we could fill a whole podcast of just terrible <laughs> movie filming experience, and maybe we will at some point see if movie theaters are still good. That's timely and in I, quarantine. I still miss it so much. <laughs> All right, so Gavin, you spot a fine woman sitting in your row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's dressed in yellow, which is your oh, favorite wow. color, uh, and she says "hello," which rhymes with yellow. Oh, hello. yeah. Uh, what, come how, sit what, how next to me, you fine gentleman. You run over there without a second to lose. All right, Gavin, do you a Bust a move. B, crust a groove. C, must approve. D, split your pants. <laughs> e, uh, all of the above. Well, I mean, as as fascinating as crust a groove, you know, sounds. I'm I'm gonna have to go with A, uh, busting a move. That's probably a good call. I would personally play hard to get. <laughs> I actually, we we need to take a quick break because I've been hustling and I got a sponsor for this episode. Oh, shit. Uh, so we'll see you back in, in about 30 seconds. 
Hello, I'm Young MC with a story to tell. I just got a free cup from Taco Bell. NMTV makes the whole thing fun. Buy a giant size Pepsi and you'll get one. Four cups in all, so don't stand still. And if you have an empty cup, you get a free refill. Go to Taco Bell and you see it's true. They got these four cups there just for you. Taco Bell only has them for a limited time. That's why I'm coming to you with a limited rhyme. To get these cups, you gotta place your order. So take my advice, you better run for the border. Wow, we got really high-class sponsors on this show. Yeah, so the next time you're at a Taco Bell in 1990... Yeah, it's a limited time. Go in, recite the Young MC rap, and uh, tell them Sage sent you. (laughs) Run to the border, as they say. (laughs) So, Gavin, in the city, ladies look pretty. We don't have to go through the whole thing this way. But I do want to read you the annotations for two lines. By all means, please. All right, so in this verse, it says, tell a funny joke just to get some play. Mm-hmm. Then you try to make a move, and she says... No way. Now, Gavin, everyone knows a girl likes a guy with a sense of humor. Only problem is, a lot of women don't find a lot of guys funny, especially when they try for the sole purpose of getting into her pants. Thank you, Genus Annotation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I've, I'm just... Now everything makes so much more sense. If only Young MC wasn't so cryptic with his rhymes. I know, right? What What is a celibate rope? That makes no sense if there's no way to follow through on it. Girls are faking, goodness faking. They want a man who brings home the bacon. Mm-hmm. Got no money and you got no car. Then you got, got no, no woman, woman and there, and there, you, there are. you are. So, and this is the entire reason I'm using Genius as a framing device. Because the entire annotation is TLC would call this guy a scrub. <laughs> I was really expecting you to explain to me that bacon was... Not a reference to the pork-based uh, food, but instead a reference to financial security and dead presidents. Why wouldn't a woman want breakfast? It's a it's a good question. Yeah, I suppose I I, I gotta I gotta think about that. Yeah, I think you're wrong about bacon. <laughs> you need to bring home bacon so that you can have breakfast in the morning. I have found <laughs> the key to a, to to many people's hearts. Uh, involves also clogging up said, ar- you know, heart and arteries. I mean, you laugh, but I've come over to your place so many times for bacon. And I love you. And I do not consider you a scrub. <laughs> Which is a dismissive thing to say after I love you. Moving on. And a song that I hate. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. We can, oh, I would love to do a podcast about one of the TLC. Well, I'd rather do Waterfall. That's a better song. Uh, you know, so did you we, watch we are, we are music- pretty far off here, but we could, you know, uh, <laughs> we have talked about Weird Al immensely and I've been afraid to pick a single track, but for the future, it, should we do waterfalls? We'll of course be talking about phony calls. I have never heard that, but we could do a waterfalls <laughs> versus phony calls. Okay. I would love to find a Weird Al version that's like just better than the song it's parodying, and I'm sure you can guide me to that. I mean, most of them, but continue. <laughs> Whoa! Hot take. Well, I wanted to ask if you had watched the music video to this. I, I did. Did it change your perception of the song in any way? Well, I mean, I was surprised at how closely tied to Dude, Where's My Car it was, considering that the movie came much afterwards it's like they jumped forward in time i i surprised that they got those actors i would have assumed they would have looked okay. a lot younger at the time <laughs> um and yeah honestly the quality looked really good for 1989 
I do think it would have been great if, if the music video had just starred like a 10 year old Sean William Scott <laughs> and Ashley Kutcher. That would have been pretty great. Uh, no, it I did I, not. You watched the wrong <laughs> video again. No, no, I, I did watch the real video. Yes. Uh, it goes, it's pretty great. It goes back and forth from black and white to color, you know, very, um, showing that the, they had the technology to do both and just really flaunting right. it. Um, and it proceeds to be very literal, uh, much like the song. The uh, directors and uh, team creating this video uh, took a lot of inspiration from the lyrics. And, <laughs> you know, we open... <laughs> Did it open up any new layers to the lyrics you didn't understand? Well, more than opening up, I got very confused by the segment that we hadn't covered yet is, um, mm-hmm. you know... The wedding. Yes, which is one of my Where favorite verses. Where your best friend Harry has a brother, Larry. Two weeks. That's so lazy. <laughs> he's gonna marry. It's so lazy. Yeah, but he really wants to. He's Harry would have been enough. I like. You I like said your best friend Harry is gonna marry. <laughs> you didn't need Larry. Well, there. Kind of specifically, your best friend's brother wants you to be his best man, but the way that you associate with this person is through someone else. It's a very, yeah, it very unfair or like not level friendship, which I've always been hung up on because. Damn, young MC is like not ready to associate with this dude. Uh, even though he's agreeing to be this person's best man, he's still distancing himself in those lyrics pretty heavily. Well, according to the annotation, there's considerable debate as to who exactly is getting married. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like three paragraphs long, and it's not worth going to. Dear God. Um, but yes, you know, and I, I love that, that this is one of the more visual painted scenes as well. You start, um, there's one more chick you won't be getting. You start thinking, then you start blinking. A bridesmaid looks, thinks that you're winking. She thinks you're kind of cute, so she winks back. You're feeling pretty, is it hot? Because the girl is stacked? It's, it's firm. 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 So you got an erection on the uh, uh, up in front of the entire uh, people there gathered to support this holy union. Uh, it's, I believe, what the firm is referring to, right? Uh, yeah, there's literally no other interpretation. Uh, I do think it's interesting that there are two girls uh, on top of each other, like one on the other's shoulders, just stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've been to many... I wish they put that in the music video. <laughs> I don't know if you've been to many Orthodox weddings, but... Uh... Uh, I did once as a kid, and I had two other children, uh, What, like on my shoulder, and then Todd was on Jeff's shoulder, mm-hmm, Jeff mm-hmm. was on my shoulder, and we had an oversized trench coat, and that's how we went to the wedding. Well, and it was really was unclear which of you was getting uh, child-brided. <laughs> I mean, we all thought we were. It was just a wild <laughs> mix-up. Yeah, I should have said Harry. But yes, <laughs> so this this music video, while the lyrics very clearly refer to a bridesmaid, um, we've got a real runaway bride situation in this music video. In that... It doesn't match the lyric. It is the bride who is winking at you, the best man. Yeah, not like you're standing next to the bride and she's like, mm-hmm. Wink, <laughs> winkity wink wink. Look at you your know, blinking. The fucked up thing is, you were only you were only blinking. You weren't even trying to to hit on your best friend's brother's wife, who you are the best man with. But you will leave with them. Maybe that does explain that that distancing, though. I do. I enjoy this music video because this entire era had music videos that I missed because my neighbor didn't have MTV yet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I and it's very much what I thought. It is young MC in front of the scene that he is singing about and pointing at them as he is the uh, the narrator breaking the fourth wall, and then everything else, 
and every video about this time is basically the opening to do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. With a woman angry dancing at the camera <clears throat> with a stop sign on her booty. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a look. I'm I'm always surprised, yeah, that that how far you can get with just like a dude kind of walks into frame, crosses his arms, talking to camera, straightens up, and then they cut away. And that is like half of a lot of videos on Yo MTV Raps, which I also didn't discover until high school. Um, but it was great to like just be able to, what is this hour-long block of, <laughs> oh, vintage MTV rap? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I will, yeah. I will, I will smoke some weed and do this with my life. This sounds great. <laughs> and That's I your planet Earth. Do not, yes. Oh, God, it's so much better than Planet Earth, but we don't need to get into that. I mean, I always put them side by side. I'm, I'm, so I've got Richard Attenborough's soothing's voice over Busta Move and Ski Low and yeah. any other thing. Where I love the visualization in all these, especially the Busta Move music video, uh, where, it, you know, it's it's a treacherous thing to try to describe this on an audio medium, but he just brings his arm out to the side and then crosses them and does that over and over. <laughs> and there's no variety. Yeah. It's kind of like if you've ever seen Snoop in concert or a video of that, he will just raise one arm to his face and then the other. And that is the Snoop Dogg dance. <laughs> I, I think of like very quintessentially as well, Bismarcky and sure. his videos and it's just like, what more do you want? Like, it's great. It's just this charming dude uh, telling you a story, and you just hang out with them for a while. Really, it's what if I t- the future. What of if I told you that Young MC also wrote that song? See, now I feel like you're lying to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> not <lying> me. <laughs> All right, well, if I can't trick Gavin anymore, there's no point in continuing to talk about this song. <laughs> well, so Where I... do we fall? I do want to... Oh, sorry, do you have final thoughts? I want to bring something up because I was yeah. confused when watching this video and I was like, man, who is this, like, flea imposter in this video? They keep cutting to this this white dude without a shirt on playing, like, slapping a bass. And wearing I'm, pants made out of stuffed animals and feathers? <laughs> yeah, wearing these wild pants. And, um, you know, it's a, the song has a fantastic bass line running throughout it. So I was like, I looked it up and... Uh, it's the guy from Back to the Future Part 2. <laughs> it's Flea. From Queen and Slim. <laughs> Flea plays bass on this song and I had no fucking clue. That's wild. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's, it's especially wild because, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers hadn't really had their, their breakout yet. Like... I was, if I had remembered, I would have asked you who the bass player in this song was, knowing that there's only five bass players I can name, and you'd probably get it on the first side if you neglected to watch the music video again. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was very surprised, because it does, like, it feels like so much of the song, just, and I think part of it is just the era, it feels like an impression of itself, because it is so quintessential and foundational for what would come, including Flea setting up, you know, who Flea's going to be. The, yeah. An actor in Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a good performance. All right. So, final judgments for this. Is song still good? Does song work better as a melody? Or should we take song out to the shed and just leave it in there till it suffocates? I always thought it was behind the shed, and then we shoot it and bury it in a shallow grave. But, um... I'm- you clearly don't have as airtight of a shed. Like, this is much more efficient. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, no, this song's great. 
Like, I don't think there was ever any doubt. Like, I, this is one of those songs that is forever burned into my memory. So, like, I didn't need to listen to this song again. I can, like, literally call it up just on cue in my head. Like, it's never left. Um, and I, I enjoy it immensely. It's, it's never gotten tiring for me either. Yeah, it is, it is timeless. And I think all of the similar radio hits that are still in some sort of rotation that are still talked about are that way because they are timeless. And so many songs, especially by the same artist, just got left behind and it's better that way. Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't know if Bust a Move is a great song, but I do know that it represents the best of exactly... Did we ever determine what this genre would be called of mid to late 80s ballad rap uh ballad rap i'm gonna stick with ballad rap i i suppose i don't think of this as ballad rap i think ballad rap is like what came later in the 90s r&b craze oh so like a lot of like r kelly stuff yeah i would okay that's what comes to mind but like you know this is like it is story rap it is very simple it is early and like so much of this era of hip-hop was really, really locked into this, you know, 4-4 thing. Like, triplets weren't a thing later. You know, Migos is going to burn them out, but that's all in the future. Yeah, I guess even, like, because I always think, like, N.W.A. had had its first album out by the time it busted Move came out. So, mm-hmm. gangster rap as a genre is kind of advancing, uh, but even that, those first big hips are very A-A-B-B. Uh, there's definitely more wordplay than you're getting out of Busta Move, but it is not, um, not, not chopping up those expectations of rap too much. Uh, I think by this point, the next album might have come out, which does it. I don't know. Contrary to what your friends may have told you, I am not actually a rap historian. I thought you were a rap genius, but you know. Uh, now I just realized you've been checking the internet. today. <laughs> yeah. All right. You haven't answered the question, though. Where, where are you rating oh, this? song is still good. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought my words spoke <laughs> for themselves, but I guess you need... All right. What's... So after listening to this, however many times you listened in preparation for the podcast, what songs did it make you want to listen to? What are What are some of these representative songs you might like even more? I, I don't, so more is a strong word. The songs that jump out of my head are like, I've already mentioned Skilo's I Wish, which is great. It was super enjoyable, but I did discover it much later. Um, mm-hmm. there's also like Bismarcky, um, doing, uh, man, I'm blanking on his song. Just a Friend. Yeah. Just a one? Friend. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Shit's enjoyable. The music video is great. It's another one of those like extremely literal, uh, renditions of the song. But you also get cutting to him dressed like Beethoven <laughs> um, playing an acoustic piano for the choruses, which is just one of the best things that's ever existed. Um, I also love to go back to, um, is it Sugar Hill, Sugar Hill Gang? Yeah. And, uh, the quintessential story rap yeah, song. Yeah. And that's like, honest. you know, definitely one of the first. And there's stuff like, uh, I don't know, help me remember some of these fantastic lyrics, like, met this reporter named Lois Lane. I said, yo, quit your boyfriend named Superman. He can, he can't satisfy you with his little worm, but I can rock it out with my super sperm. 
Like, I mean, come on, poetry. Mm. Is that in Rapper's Delight, or is that a different song? I believe that is in Rapper's Delight, which also references uh, chicken that tastes like cardboard and trying to be polite at your friend's right. folks' dinner. That is well, a very famous, like, eight-minute rap song, <laughs> where one of the verses is about going over to your friend's house for dinner and her grandma's chicken's too dry. <laughs> so I might not be the target audience for that song. I don't know. That's not... Because <laughs> all of your friend's grandparents could cook, is what you're saying? Yeah, that is exactly what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Must be nice. No, I just didn't have... Didn't have <laughs> just cooked everything. We just had salmon every day, okay? God, that sounds like a terrible way to grow up. It fucking is. I know you're <laughs> being sarcastic. I'm not. I'm not a fish fan. <laughs> I spent like 20 years not liking salmon. Now I like it again. But I can't, can't make sense. Uh, for me, I don't think there's any song i guess jump around is the only one of <laughs> this area that i actually end up liking more than bust a move but bust a move is you know the first song i remember jump around uh, came much later though didn't didn't it like two or three years huh like it's not i mean music shifted a little bit by that time but jump around still very much the same era and a lot of people would describe it as popification of hip-hop yeah house of pain just feels much later and that reminds me more of like um, Cypress Hill, and yeah, all these are very early '90s, huh? So it's only separated by two or three years. I mean, again, we were only like two or three when these were coming out, so my awareness exactly. is a little, 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 little challenged. So it was the most important era in music, obviously. All right, we've talked about this for forty minutes. Uh, so I feel like we've got another 80 minutes to talk about Bust a Move. Is that correct? Or would you like to sign off? Um, sure. Let's do the 80 minutes. Oh, God damn it. All right. I've been Sage. <laughs> I continue to be Gavin. We got a website. No, we don't have a website. We got an email. You can write it. Stillgoodpod at gmail.com. At stillgoodpod for Instagram stuff. Maybe there'll be more someday. Maybe there won't. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yep. Working on our sign off. All right. Thank you. And uh, until next time. brother larry in five days from now he's gonna marry he's hoping you can make it there if you can because in the ceremony you'll be the best man you say neato check your libido and roll to the church in your new tuxedo the bride walks down just to start the wedding and there's one more girl you won't be getting so you start thinking then you start clicking a bride made looks and thinks that you're winking she thinks you're kind of cute so she wings back and now you're feeling really firm because the girl is stacked reception's jumping bass is pumping look at the girl and your heart starts thumping says she want to dance to a different groove now you don't want to do G bust the move.